Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of GQ, a wrestling podcast. It's episode 29. Um, to be fair, right, full disclosure here, uh, had a lot of goings on over the week, mm-hmm. weekend, yada yada, was with you. blah blah blah. I was with you. And uh, didn't didn't really watch a lot. I had I had something going on Monday, mm-hmm. and then last night, kids and dinner and trying to you know get stuff ready for Christmas. Christmas. I was like, oh, there's there, there's there's wrestling. I should have been watching wrestling tonight, but I did a little bit. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, <clears throat> anyways, week twenty nine. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna get it started, uh, here in like 13 seconds. Woo! And here we go. Ah, welcome everyone to another riveting week. Welcome to another titillating episode of GQ Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say tantalizing, but it sounds too much like taint. But you said tit, so you said it a lot. Like watch for the shoe, just <laughs> tits out. Watch for the shoe. Oh man, uh, you know we always say that we do our best to watch everything possible with wrestling, but obviously everybody has our own personal lives and everything that just things happen and it is what it is. It's you know it's life. You have and a we, life? I try my yeah. God's honest best to have a life. Like this weekend, we had a life. Yeah. We we went to a hockey game and Woo! Iowa Wild suck. Um, but we got to watch the Wild, have fun time. You know, do what we do. Have some drinks. Mm-hmm. It was you want to know what's really funny? Speaking of hockey, hmm. uh, Vegas's team. Vegas's hockey team mm-hmm. outscored their football team. Yes, they scored a whole point this last week, and the the Raiders didn't score diddly against the Vikings. And as we're recording the podcast, we're watching the Chargers and the Raiders play right now. Which, if anybody in this world doesn't know who Garrett is or was or how he likes the football, I hate this. He's watching his team currently fumble the football. Falling apart! <laughs> He's <laughs> falling apart! Unlike last week where I watched my team absolutely <laughs> decimate. Yeah, it's great. I, I we have like we always go into every season thinking, you know, our teams are good. They're set. The things are gonna be the best thing they possibly can. And then And then you're Number one A or number one B wide receiver tears their ACL in the first game. Your mm-hmm. quarterback breaks a finger or needs surgery and he's out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, your running back is pissed because <laughs> he couldn't get a contract and he's probably going to be a free agent after this season. And... and more than likely, he's not coming back to the team. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot there that goes with your team. And then my team, I don't, I never know going into the season how my team's going to do. And right now, Dak's playing out of his mind. And Dak's, Dak's playing lights out. And CD you know, he, looks great he, too. He finally got the memo. Hey, throw CD Lamb the ball. 
after CB screamed at him. Uh, and then the team's playing great, so it's kind of weird to see. More than likely, we're still not going to win our division because we're probably going to lose at least a game or two here and there. Who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, anyways, you know, we're back to what we were talking about with the wrestling things. You know, we love wrestling. Uh, actually, you may not get any conversation on the Twitter world, but I got a, got a couple messages that if we're going to Monday Night Raw here in Des Moines on Monday... And, you know, like we said, you know, personal lives and everything like that. I am unfortunately not able to go to Monday Night Raw here live uh, as much as I would love to go. Uh, just, there's just no possible way, no feasible way I can make it. Same thing probably with you. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be awesome to be able to go. But uh, the <clears throat> avenues that, that I looked at for even attempting to get like a press pass were... Mm. It's difficult. Shut down. Don't worry. Like I said, we're still a podcast that's going to be able to shoot up and get be able to get some actual things moving in the future. Shoot up. Shoot them up. Guns up. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> Mick Foley. Wrong guns up? Wrong guns up. Oh, okay. I like the other guns, though. I haven't seen them in a while. Ass boys. It's been a couple weeks since I've seen them. But, you know, anyways, back to, you know, the conversation at hand. Daddy's back. I love seeing your favorite human being, the whole wide world, your your teacher, your person, good old Randall Keith is yeah. doing his thing. And it's, uh, it's nice to see him back. And it, it's really funny because, like, <clears throat> I got to talk to uh, a former coworker uh, who is a parts delivery guy for Stu Hansen Hyundai. Uh, his name is Jason, big guy. Oh, yeah, I know Jason. He likes wrestling. Yes, he does. Uh, and we talked about stuff. (laughs) Um, so that was kind of cool. Just getting to kind of catch up with him a little bit. And, uh, he, he pointed out the same thing that we talked about. Like the first time Randy came out at, uh, war games was the fact that he's just he's he's absolutely jacked now he is it's the biggest he's ever been honestly he was puffy like in his early days but not like muscle toned like the way he is doughy very doughy now it's different like he decided to turn up and tone up like it's nobody's business i'm pretty sure he's put on like 40 pounds. Just in muscle. Yeah. He's got, he's got not man boobies. He's got, he's got pectorals. Yeah. He's, he's Jack, dude. So I'm happy to see Randall do his thing. I like that he chose the brand that he's on. Um, it, here's the thing. It hasn't escalated at all because Roman hasn't been on television since he signed. But if I'm not mistaken, he should be on television this coming up Friday. Tomorrow or, night. or yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. And maybe we might get a confrontation of a foe, but who will come to save <clears throat> Randall when the rest of his LA Knight. You think so? Yeah. Because we haven't seen LA Knight in a couple weeks either. Pretty sure he was on. He hasn't done last anything. Week. No, it would have been two weeks ago or something like that. Is he? Tagged with Randy. Mm-hmm. That was two, his first week, though, two weeks ago. 
Um, he was on him last week. Last week was weird. It was a weird week last week because oh, last week was a uh, tribute to the troops. Oh, that. Oh, and they're doing the. Uh, and I did watch it. They're doing the tournament for the number one contendership for what's his face, Logan Paul. That's what I said. United States champion Logan Paul. That's that's what I said. You said you didn't say his name. You you said yeah, what? I said what's his face? Yeah. yeah, Logan Logan Paul. Yeah, that's what I said. Lo- Logan Paul. That's what I said. That's what you said? Yeah. Oh. Yes, yes. I speak plain English. You do? You must hear in an accent or a different... Do, do, do you hear in Spanish? No, because I don't understand the Spanish. Gotcha. It's not my favorite thing in the world. Uh, you know, I remember watching uh, Tribute to the Truth because uh, Punk was on. Because he made a comment in the middle of the show when they let him speak. He goes, they gave me more than five minutes at the end of the show and didn't have to cut me off. Well, he was in the middle of the show. Yeah, when they gave him five minutes at the end of Raw because <clears throat> right. all the other matches went too long for him. And they said, eh, we don't care. Yeah, so that's why, you know, I got to hear Punk on, on Friday night and talk a little bit. Um, speaking of good old Punky Brewster, um, I saw something this week, and I know I sent it to you. Uh, we had been wondering if uh, Philly Phil was going to be able to say anything negative derogatory anything at all against the former company that he worked for and i know i said it to you that they're both cm punk and aew are not allowed to publicly speak about each other after signing an nda agreement so that begs the question because why 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 would they sign an nda <clears throat> both sides well but i i don't know why tony khan would have signed it because that doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me but i can understand why punk would strictly because they don't want to give the other company the airtime well they won't even say the other company's name they'll just keep saying the other company or, or that, that or piss that pissant company that uh, good old Paul said to Daddy Ass. Yeah, I I think in the long run somebody's gonna slip up and say something on accident. I purposely, I really think Punky will say something or somebody will say something on AEW. Now that people will get sued for it because NDAs, you know, cost a little bit of change. And he can't say anything. That doesn't mean that nobody else can. Yeah. It well, it says AEW total and CM Punk total. So. The company of AEW is not allowed because Tony Khan signed on behalf of the company to not say anything about Punk at all whatsoever. I okay. I find that kind of ridiculous. Honestly. I mean, it is what it is, honestly, at this point. Is it? It is. Is it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it, though? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you know, on top of everything else, you know, good old Ric Flair is also in the news this week too because as we know he signed his deal with aew not to be a wrestler but he just signed with the company to mainly more of a media figure yeah and to provide mushroom powered energy drinks (laughs) (laughs) well you know that one week that Rick was on the 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 side and you know he was just doing weird shit and punched somebody in the mouth yeah (laughs) uh somebody made a a post at him and he decided to retaliate retort on uh 
on the uh, social media. He says, Mr. Ric Flair, I am so tired of hearing all this negativity. I don't need to work and I don't need the money. Can't I simply enjoy being my being by my dear friend Sting's side for the next few months without so much hatred? I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy life. I have earned the right to do whatever I want, and I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything Tony Khan, but I'm more willing to walk away if I am embarrassing you and your company. All I can say is I'm sorry. So then that asks the question, Mr. <clears throat> Galvin, is Ric Flair being an embarrassment to the company? I don't think so. I mean, like he said, he he's just there to hang out and fucking mack on chicks. I don't know. <laughs> Ric Flair... <laughs> Ric Flair does what Ric Flair wants. Is is he just untouchable ground? He he's he is because he is Ric Flair. Pretty much. Pretty much. Dude, he's got like he's got a pocket full of blue chew and all the time in the world. <laughs> is that how that works? Guarantee it. Really? Guarantee it. Guaranteed. Really. And he's there's probably some little 22 year old waiting in the hotel room for him and he gets off the elevator he pops blue chew and he goes and <laughs> fucking ready to rock and or roll walks in looks at her and goes hey you want to ride space mountain baby <laughs> Woo! speaking of woo. oldest ride with the longest line oh my God. well speaking of your woo did you see what happened with Charlotte? Was there ever an official release on what happened? Like her, the, I never, the quote unquote injury? I never saw another report. I kept looking. I, uh, the only report I saw this week was uh, after Tuesday night's taping of NXT. Ilya Dragunov got absolutely obliterated by Ridge Holland. He got dropped on his head. But then after uh, talking to some insiders that we both know uh, down in the performance center, he's fine. He literally, it's a work there. He, it's completely a work. He landed properly the way he needed to land. It made, he made it look horrifyingly scary. Oh yeah. For the, for the people of NXT at full sale. But uh, Ely Dragunov is fine. And more than likely, it'll be a sh like a work when you know he'll have a neck brace on yeah. or something because they're gonna want to linger this one out until the next pay per view or premium live event in the WWE world until uh, somebody can be able to challenge him for a title. So everything that I'm reading about Charlotte, legitimate injury, and that's all that we know, and that was posted three days ago. More than likely, we won't see Charlotte for another year. We'll see her at Royal Rumble. You think so? With a knee injury? And I don't know if it was a knee injury because she fucking smacked her head. But she screamed out, oh my God, my knee. Visibly. On all the videos that I saw, 
<clears throat> from people pe who looked like Papa Shango, uh, from all the videos that I saw from amateur videos from uh, when she was wrestling, is that she screamed out, oh my God, my knee. And then literally they threw the X up instantly and rushed out to go get her. Like DX? 100%, but not, not you know, suck it. <clears throat> I feel... I. I feel like this time around, Charlotte has been, you know, playing the a really good role. And honestly, her getting hurt at this time loses the productivity that she was trying to do, be able to get another title run again. And at this point, what are you going to do? Yeah, honestly, for her, she's at the point of her <clears throat> career, kind of like what we said with Becky. You, you have nothing else to prove. Winding down. You have nothing else to prove. There's nothing else you can do. Might as well stay behind scenes and go to the NXT and just build up the talent down there and ride off on the merry way. Because I had somebody ask me the other day, what do you think about, like, uh, for example, speaking of people who are close to their retirement or close to their ending time, we've talked about Becky yep. multiple times. And at the end of this physical year, uh, which means for WWE terms, they go to WrestleMania. Yep. But uh, Seth and Becky's contracts are both up on the same day. And uh, <clears throat> I had somebody ask me, do you think Seth and Becky will go to All Elite Wrestling? No. To which my response, no, they'll stay. The hill, they'll, go home, <clears throat> they'll go home to Buffalo, Iowa, think, a.k.a. the Quad Cities. I think she's done. I think so, too. She's at the point in her career now, like we said, she went back to NXT, won the women's title. She did everything she can accomplish in WWE, all the things she could do in NXT. She just wrote a book. Her book comes out in a couple months, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Seth needs to take some time, get healthy again. Needs to go home and take a nap. Uh, get you know, get all the symptoms up and running, and yada yada yada. Right. Um, plus, you know, they have entrepreneurship with the gym, with the coffee shop. With um with the uh, the wrestling academy that they both do, there's a lot of things that they both can retire with. Plus, they're both parents now. They got you know some people take that time off. They did everything in their early twenties to now. Now they're in their thirties and late thirties. They got a whoopsie daisy. Yeah, trophy. Kind of like Alexa Bliss. Um, <laughs> ditto. I think if <clears throat> if they didn't renew contracts. They might go to the the coaching contract and go coach down in NXT or be behind the scenes, well, kind of like Bobby. They maybe they just maybe road agents. Yeah, and just go go seek talent. Like they're gonna they'll eventually merge uh, black. Uh, oh God, black and brave. Black and brave. It kind of like a an ulterior site at NXT for their uh, proving grounds for the performance center. Yeah. Like they, they've performance got center 2.0 performance center midwest edition let's go hey i would love to still like i would love to go back to the hometown of, of the quad cities and see the see black and brave in person get to see good old colby again go to the coffee shop you know don't get me wrong like i, I drink coffee but i'll go to the coffee shop i've met i've like i knew colby before like his family went to the church that we all went to uh back in the day and I've met Colby. I met his parents, so I know Colby. He probably doesn't remember me, obviously. Ye old Tyler Black. Um, but it's kind of nice to see, you know, the, the the beginning stages of where they could. Yeah. I I really don't want to see, you know, Seth gone. But I I think he honestly 
probably going to take some time off after Mania, like we said, to heal up, get you know back into good physical shape yeah. after having surgery, more yeah. than likely, and we'll see him Royal Rumble 2025. Think he's going to take off a year? He needs to. Well, he needs to, and he needs to have the surgery for his, it, his he back needs, and shoulder. He needs to do the uh, he needs to do the the Randy Orton time off. You mean the Undertaker? <laughs> no. Just the Randy do, you know, take take ten months off. Yeah. Eight months. Rehab your body. Get back into the flow. <clears throat> Center your chi. Ooh, I love good chi. And then come back as the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Now I also saw something uh interesting this past week. Maybe you saw it. I don't know if I sent this to you, but I wanted to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. TNA Wrestling has joined forces with Endeavor Streaming to launch its on-demand subscription service. TNA Plus. TNA Plus starting January 5th. Under a multi-year deal, Endeavor Streaming will power the TNA Plus app on multiple platforms such as TNIWrestling.com, iOS, Android, and on the big screens. Fans can select... Either one of these options, which I think is really funny. They can do $9.99 a month under the special attraction or the $219.99 a year called the World Championship tier with four major pay-per-view events included. Slammiversary, Bound for Glory. Uh, God. Uh, I believe in you. Keep going. There's a guts one, isn't there? Mm, no. What am uh, I thinking of? Oh. Either way, yeah. I, um, I think it's interesting though, because Endeavor obviously is tied with WWE. Is it the same Endeavor it's though? The same Endeavor. Because this is the subsidiary Endeavor. That owns UFC and WWE. So then that begs the question, is TNA eventually going to be absorbed into the institution of WWE? I doubt it. And possibly make it another avenue stream or also tossing talent back and forth, kind of like how AEW is? I don't think so. Why not? I just just don't. Because <clears throat> I just I just don't. You just don't. I don't see it. Why not? Why don't you see it? Because a lot of the guys that are in TNA are in TNA because they don't want to be affiliated with WWE. Now I think we've talked about this before. Why do would why would you not want to be affiliated with WWE? Um, probably because, <clears throat> well, I mean, you look at guys like Moose. Mm, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, guys that are there, well, fucking Tommy Dreamer, still wrestling. Yeah. TNA. Yeah. Um, so, well, and they, they just signed, uh, Trent Seven. They did? Yeah. Really? And Kushida. I did know about Kushida. I saw a Kushida one. And, like, these are guys that <clears throat> had their shot in WWE. Trent Seven should have 
gone to the main roster. He should have been part of that Brawling Brutes group instead of Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland should have stayed in NXT to hone his craft. Anyway. And yet, look where he's at now. Um, And so Trent Seven was like, fine. You don't want me? I'll go to TNA. Same thing with Moose. Right. Moose had a tryout, and they're like, mm, we don't want this big motherfucker. You know what's funny, though, is that we think that when we see these talents that go to other promotions and, like, they're at AEW, TNA, Impact, whatever, and we think, wow, why did WWE say no to them? There's That's just mean. Why would they do that? And then you think about it going, WWE holds its highest of standards <clears throat> and sees something that we don't see talent-wise at that time. I mean, but you look at, I mean, you look at guys like Moose. Mm-hmm. Like... There, there, there is no, there, there's, there's no, nothing. There's nothing that that guy can't do. And he has proven it time and time and time and time again. Right. In TNA and well, Impact and now TNA that. He belongs on the big stage, and Trent, I, Trent Seven, Trent Seven is amazing. Would they take the chance when their contracts are up to go to quote unquote the big boys, WWE or AEW? I mean, probably not. They're getting they're getting paid. They're getting paid good money. You think so? To be in TNA. For oh, yeah. being a company that's not really televised as well as they could have been. Oh yeah, hmm. those guys. Those guys are still making good money. For for professional wrestling wise, correct? Yeah, not being on the main tier rosters like AEW. Right. Or um. But <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see. Honestly, I would pay. I would pay the ten bucks a month just to have the library. Yeah. Just honestly. so I could go back to the very beginning. 2002 and watch and to just to make sure i'm i'm getting this correctly it's tna impact no it's just tna so at the at the very beginning mm-hmm. it was nwa tna okay or nwa presents tna or yeah. some bullshit right yeah yeah <clears throat> and there were guys there like skull was there yeah rhino yeah Tommy dreamer um, but then you also get to see baby AJ Styles right. and Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, guys like Robert Roode and James Storm mm-hmm. in their primes. Like, oh, oh, awesome. See, I can't wait because that is something that is a really a good thought to go back and actually see those good times. Like we wish we had the WWE Network again instead of Peacock. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd love that. Well, but you only want to see it for one thing. Same thing. Everyone should want it. No. Wrong. You're going to be... What? ECW. Yeah, wrong. Uh, with that being said, I have a topic of conversation that I want to see what his opinions are about a potential Warner Brothers deal with uh. another brand. We'll be right back.
and we're back. <clears throat> so it came out today um, on Monday, uh, TKO, uh, the owner of Mark Shapiro, as well as Nick Khan and Paul Levesque were in New York City at the Warner Brothers Discovery Headquarters meeting with WBD executives Bruce Campbell about potentially moving Monday Night Raw to Warner <coughs> Brother Discovery. The WWE contingent met with Campbell for several hours Monday morning, and according to WWE sources, there are still other suitors. Paul Levesque and Nick Khan were in LA several weeks ago meeting with other potential partners. They are seeking a major increase in Raw media rights. Now that's also from Pro Wrestling Insider. I think I, I believe them 100%. All right, PWI is uh, they're a they're top source. tier, top tier. Yeah. So, with that being said, what do you think of that? Honestly, <clears throat> I would rather they pick it up than Amazon. Mm. Cuz Amazon's been talked about a lot for paying a Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And I'm not going to pay for Amazon Prime to watch Monday Night Raw. I think a lot of people are ready. Like, we're in the streaming wars as it is anyway. Right. And if you don't have, like, Peacock, you are not you can't watch the premium live events. And it's not but, free. But Peacock's, I think I pay, like, $5 a month. It's up to 10 now. I, my sister pays if, nine. If my, you want the the premium Peacock, yeah, it's yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. I'm not paying 10 bucks for fucking Peacock. It's four ninety nine. Or f no, five ninety nine. So then, here's the thing: everybody's prices are gonna keep increasing. More than likely, Peacock will end up becoming nine ninety nine. Like Amazon Prime, I don't know how much Amazon Prime is. I it's like a hundred and forty dollars a year. Yeah, but then you break it down; it's like twelve bucks a month, essentially. Yeah, but you can't pay for it month to month. It's all upfront. And then, like, people like myself, I pay for HBO Max. I pay for Disney+. Plus. Everybody is going into the streaming war. So that's <clears> why <throat> WWE's like, you know what? Why not? How about start your own network and put Raw on the WWE Network and make the WWE Network $9.99? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. They did that once. Well, Raw wasn't on there. It was NXT. That's actually where NXT started. Yeah, I remember. was on WWE Network. On WWE Network, I, I but it it's it's fucking ridiculous, and um, NBC Universal really, really, really needs to uh, reconsider the possibility of losing its longest running flagship show on Monday night mm -hmm. to either a, a streaming competitor, either. A competitor such as Warner Brothers Discovery or losing the rights to like Amazon or uh, Apple has been thrown out there as an option. Fucking the mouse was thrown out as an option. Yeah, let's stream it on Disney Plus. Let's go. Can you imagine how much <clears throat> that would change the, the, the retrospect of how streaming will become well for wrestling fans uh, so there was, uh, what was uh they had they talked about netflix uh yeah i yeah. could yeah. put, put it on netflix let's do that <laughs> i already i already pay for it yeah 
Well, like, hell, like we just said, we mentioned all of them. I pay for every one of those. I Apple, Netflix. Uh, no, I use your Netflix. Thank you. I pay. Uh, I, I was gonna say I pay for Netflix. I pay for Disney Plus, Peacock, and that's it. I have. Oh, Apple, and YouTube TV. YouTube TV, Apple Apple TV Plus, uh, Disney Plus, uh, HBO Max. YouTube TV. I, I I pay for a lot of them. But the thing is, I don't... WWE has always been on just cable. regular cable television. Yeah. And obviously, the day and age we live in, it's changed a ton. And cable TV is no longer a big thing. And you're not watching TV live anymore. You always watch it on, on replay, on, on recording. And... I, honestly, though, like when it comes to wrestling, I try to watch wrestling live yeah. when i can right same as as do i i i try my my damnedest wednesday night friday night monday night i do my best and i'm even trying to dabble into the nxt every once in a while but it's just you're sacrificing at least three hours a night two hours on some <clears throat> to get in here and able to watch it and most people like i said people want to go to streaming platforms already so they're just going to take the streaming money and go with it right and that's where i hope for the sake of you know right now the state of wrestling if wwe does choose wbd that also ties in with aew well and they may well and if they go with warner brothers discovery they may put them on tnt weird wouldn't be the first time what would be the oh yeah uh, raw wasn't it? But raw was on Spike. Raw was on TNT. When were they on TNT? Like ninety eight, I think. Before the Monday Night Wars. During. They were on after? TNT at the same time as WCW. Wait a minute. Hold on. Because WCW Hold on. and TNT always had that right together. Because I remember uh, WWE when they were on Spike TV for the longest time, which then turned into Paramount? No, that's not right. Spike TV turned into another streaming platform, but then they lost the rights to that and went back to USA after being off of Spike for so long. Only reason I remember Spike TV, remember on the old Raw Jumbotron days on the sides, the towers where we always constantly keep flipping and it had the Spike TV logo with lightning bolts going down? Yeah? Is that how you feel? Yeah, in there. No, you're fine. Um, <clears throat> I think, ultimately, with, with, with uh, Monday Night Raw, if you're not going to be on board with um, change, this is not the time to start watching wrestling. Uh, we're about to go through some massive changes when it comes to the streaming wars, because <clears throat> I know for a fact they're going to choose a streaming platform. They're going to go away from USA. They're going to go away from Fox. They're going to take everything away and go to streaming platforms. And I think they should do the exact same thing we've thought for years. Go back and create your WWE network and just do exclusive streaming rights to your own stuff on your own app that we will all pay $9.99 for. Yeah. But did you find what you were looking for? I'm getting there. You're getting there? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I don't care. Your team sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just no fun for me to watch that for you. No, 
Um, while uh, while my co-partner here is wa- uh, reading up on the, oh, it was the original ECW. Never mind. I, was just, I didn't think WWE was ever on Turner Broadcasting. It was in ninety nine, two thousand, Gotcha. Um, well, like I said with WBD, they had the interim talks and solidification that AEW and WBD were going to sign their massive deal and be on it. And I think right now WBD is seeing that they made the investment in the wrong company and they're looking to get out. Well, and they're, but they can't, they're locked. They're locked in. I signed that con. They signed a contract. So in my, in it, it, what do you do? You can't, I don't think in my, in your right mind, you're not signing two competitive wrestling promotions under your own umbrella. No, what they'll, what they'll do is they'll move AEW off primetime. Ooh. Where would they put them? That's the real I mean, thing. <clears throat> Wednesday night at 11. Yeah. <laughs> After after eleven, 11 Eastern, yeah, I I never even thought about that. Is that if WWE if Warner Brothers signs WWE, they obviously would own wrestling or everywhere they, they go. They'll, they'll own or they'll move them to their third string network. So they'll they'll take them off TNT. They'll take them off TBS. Mm-hmm. Put them on CNN. And put them on <laughs> the Discovery Channel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They own everything. Animal Planet, I mean, Discovery Channel. Uh, yeah. They own Animal I mean, Planet. Yeah. Yeah. So, I realistically, if the chance arises that they, you know, they, they land Monday Night Raw, that is really about the... I mean, it's it's not a really a viable option, right? But it's it's an option. Well, I think WBD is kind of panicking right now too after they signed that massive deal with Tony. Um, right now, they just came out with the the yearly report that AEW this year financially has lost thirty four million dollars. I thought you said forty four. Thirty four. Mm. Three, four, thirty-four million dollars uh, this year, and maybe Warner Brothers is regretting the decision of signing in such a lucrative contract, thinking that this is going to be the thing that turns wrestling on its head and goes toe to toe with the big guy. Well, if you know, if if they actually attempted, even if they were attempting. To run a decently creative story. Like, what do you got in mind? Whether it, you know, owning a creative team. <laughs> the things that we keep talking about. Yeah. <laughs> write, a, write a good, find somebody that can write a good story. I mean, it, it's, it's not that hard. Evidently, it's really difficult. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Well, don't let fucking Tony Khan 
write the stories because obviously he can't. Right. I don't think he's capable. No. But you find someone, and there are numerous people in that locker room, like we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a... You're just a guy from Iowa that doesn't know anything about wrestling, evidently. I'm just, I'm just a guy. You're just a guy. Well, hey, just a guy. There was a quote this week oh, from your favorite, and I mean this not in a derogatory way, your favorite general manager of all time, former president of a company of all time. Was it Was it from the 83 Weeks podcast this week? Mr. Eric Bischoff himself had a quote this week. And I'm pretty sure you heard it because you are an avid fan of I am an avid I'm an avid listener to uh, both of the 83 Weeks podcasts, 83 Weeks and Strictly Business. So Eric Bischoff and his quote was he believes the outcome of this current AEW storyline will be a career killer. Yeah. And if you're not familiar of what we're talking about, you have been living under a rock of some sort and you have been watching AEW. I'll fill you in. This is in uh, terms of talking about this devil character uh, showing up on AEW, which is the resurgence of the devil character that Max came back with after not showing up for several months with his issues with Tony and coming back as the devil and winning the chip to be able to win his championship belt to where he's at currently now. There is a thing where we've said, who could be the devil? Who's going to be the devil? What, <clears throat> what is this new faction? What is these things? And if even if you're a, not an AEW fan, you're going to take notice of this. Yes. I think I know who it is. Well, that's what I'll discuss and I'll get your views on it. We've said, well, I've said in the past that possibly it could have been Punky Brewster, but then now he signs with WWE, takes him out completely. Right. I've said in the past that it was Adam Cole. I don't think it's Adam Cole. I think it's a complete, complete side of Adam Cole. I don't think it's him. I know one of the members, because of doing analytics and watching things closely, one of the members is um, Wardlow. Wardlow is one of the members. I know that for a fact. Like I can, I can pin. You want to know who the other three are? I haven't gotten that far. I wanted to. I wanted to see if I could pick it out. But if you figured it out, I'm all. I am. Like 88% sure. I know for a fact that Wardlow is one of them. So here's here's what Eric was talking about. You'll get You'll love this. So it's not the first time the devil and his faction have used glass. As they threw Anthony Bowens of the acclaimed through a glass window, smashed a beer bottle over Maxwell Jacob Friedman's head. All of these glass references, especially the spot on the car, with Hangman points at one person that we both pretty sure have come down to the point that this is the devil comes at Jack Perry. 
who has been absent since his all-in suspension against Punk. It sure feels like AEW wants us to think that de the devil is Jack Perry, who has a reason to go after Max given their past. Is this obvious reference to Perry the final clue that he is indeed the devil or red herring with the eventual reveal giving us someone else? Garrett, your thoughts. So, <clears throat> I, I am almost positive that the other three fellows... You do agree, though, that Wardlow is Ward, one of them. I, yeah. Wardlow is one. Okay, Wardlow is one. Pretty sure that the other three are Matt Taven, Michael Bennett, Roderick Strong. You think it's the kingdom? I think it's the kingdom. You think it's the kingdom with the addition of Wardlow as the muscle? Really? And I think that the devil is Adam Cole. You really think it is Adam Cole? Yep. Really? I just, I have this feeling. Really? Feeling in my guts. Hmm. I, I feel like the ankle injury is a work. You think he's actually not hurt? I think it's a work. Do you think he was hurt enough, but it, I, was, it wasn't as bad as it I looks? I think he may have had like a high ankle sprain or something like that. Okay. But I, I think the, the ankle surgery and all of the hullabaloo behind him being gone, I think it's all a work. And I think we are going to really? get a brand new faction reformed kingdom really yep now that also begs the question too is i've been reading on on reddit that they're thinking of, uh, you read it on reddit ah, yeah, buddy. i was i was reading that um that they're wanting to try to get the undisputed elite back but because Bobby Fish is under contract with, I believe it's Impact. Kidding. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> we, but we still have Kyle. Kyle O'Reilly still has busted testicles somewhere. Yeah, he's got he's got he's got a busted nut. But <laughs> I also I read nut. that also could be the faction that they might try to get the undisputed elite back. I don't think so. But I I just don't want to think it's Adam. I I don't I don't like it, but I also don't like the thought it's Jack Perry either. I don't I just that's just how I feel, man. I just do you like that? Do you really? Want, I really do. Do you want it to? I be? really do. I want Adam Cole to come back as a heel. Okay. And just be be the dickish heel that we saw on NXT Gold Black and Gold. The OG when it was the Undisputed Era. And I want to see the Adam. I want to see the Adam Cole that basically ran a wrestling brand from the middle of the squared circle. Hmm. So you're saying he want you want another NWO? No, I want another undisputed era. Do you think him being the head leader again will give a resurgence to AEW again? No, not a chance. I have a question as I thought this the other day and I, and I've completely, you know, I've been a ride or die AEW since the beginning. Like when we talked about it back at Toyota, how, wow, how ride or die we are with the beginning of this new company. I think they completely have flipped now that WWE is more entertaining 
Well, now, so, you know, you used to hear a lot, uh, LOL TNA. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Now it's LOL AEW. It's sad. It sucks. It's sad. And what's really funny is I don't know who, I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it from either. It was not, I don't think it was Bruce, but I remember hearing it from somebody saying, think about this. We were so mad at WWE that it was a millionaire, billionaire holding the company hostage and and you got to release the reins of your company and let the people that are underneath you that know what they're doing to rise up and lead it and then it flipped and now it's the millionaire leading the company tony khan has become vince he has become vince mcmahon how crazy is that how and, sad is that? And as odd as it's going to say, Paul Levesque has become Tony Khan. Crazy to think. Like, where with, I... with a better creative team. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Is it crazy? Peter Rosenberg. And I like Peter Rosenberg. I do too. So this is a this is a clip from Peter Rosenberg's podcast of literally thinking of what we just said. Isn't it crazy that, like, the... One of the biggest things that the hardcore AEW fans were stoked about AEW for is they were like, I want to go to a wrestling place where it's like, it's not one man who's just running roughshod over the the whole place and everything's about his every whim and interest and what. Since then, Vince McMahon has left creative in WWE and Tony Khan has become that 1000%. It is literally just his show. Everyone knows. Like I'm not an insider, but everyone knows he is making the call on everything that happens. And it's just hilarious. That was the number one hook for people. And now it's switched. It's over there. They have the rich guy who runs the entire show. And WWE now has a mix of people led by Triple H, who's a guy who people trust and wanted to be doing it. It's just very ironic. Is it? Well, and it's, <clears throat> but here's the thing is it's, it's not just Triple H. No. And that's the thing is, is you've got a, you've got a conglomerate of people out front at WWE, WWE, who, who get along, who get along, who trust each other and have the knowledge to be out front. Well, yeah. Uh, well, man, I mean, when... Nick, okay. Nick Khan. He's the owl. Nick Khan doesn't know dick no, but about he's a, professional he, wrestling, but he's a great, but he's a great businessman. Mm-hmm. So he is running day-to-day operations for WWE. Yeah. Whereas Paul, Paul, mm-hmm. 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 Bruce Pritchard. Yep. Uh, Paul Heyman. Add, add, you got to add Michael Hayes in there too. Michael Hayes is in there. And <clears throat> I mean, it, it, they just, these guys that you, that, We've heard about right. doing things backstage for years and years and years, but never really got the recognition that they deserve. Well, guess what? They're uh, they're 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 steering the ship, yeah, right now, and they're doing a damn good job, hundred percent. And Tony Khan has, a, my opinion, at the beginning of this year, he screwed the pooch. He did. He had a moment where he could literally sign the biggest stars in the world and literally eat out of his hand. And then he thoroughly proved that he was a money hungry businessman when he wanted to be just like his 
competition. Well, we, we realized that he was the money, money hungry businessman when he signed that deal with Warner Brothers. Brothers. Like when he decided that he wanted to make monthly pay-per-views, he wanted to do everything that WWE did. He wanted to have every single show. He had to have four shows. He cut dark, but he, and elevation because he wanted another TV deal. He did all of these things as a thought thinking it's going to be the best thing in the world. Not having too many things distracts you from what you should be focusing on one thing only. Well, and that, that, that goes into what we saw in WWE when SmackDown became a thing. Yeah. And it was that, you know, they did the brand split, Mm -hmm. but SmackDown started to take a shit. Yeah. Because people were, they were only really writing for the A show. Yeah. And when, but when SmackDown became a thing. Yeah. Heat went away. Mm-hmm. Velocity went away. Oh my God, Velocity. Uh, my main event too. Yeah. Main event slash shotgun Saturday night went away. Yeah. Like <clears throat> they sacrificed all of these shows that had been around for so long and they uh they started another brand that for the first five to seven years that it was a live event yeah on tv was a smoking pile of shit and then remember how bad it was to that point where they took it off alive and had it recorded they were were running they were doing tapes for a minute yeah. Like it was a while, and I remember <clears throat> how bad it was. So it was raw on Monday, tape SmackDown on <coughs> tape Ooh. SmackDown on Tuesday, air the tape SmackDown on Thursday, but all of those <laughs> yeah. all of those days, mm-hmm. you had you did all your TV in the same area. Yep, three days. Yep, and you had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep off yeah and then they started ramping up live events again and starting to do the live stuff they started putting more stock into smackdown very much so so maybe i don't know hey tony if you want to be like wwe so badly i don't know look back in the history books maybe see something that in the long run know that they kind of know what they're doing yeah i mean it there is a huge huge thing that dude i'm almost getting tired of saying it at this point oh no by all means i don't think the users are getting tired of it you have you have to have more than I mean, obviously, there needs to be more than one person running the show. Yeah, because once once we started getting, you know, once they started doing the active general managers on each show, it's like we was predicted when, that was when we start. Well, was back then was when we started to see 
SmackDown could actively compete against Raw because... Oh, was that when it was Paul Heyman versus Eric Bischoff? Well, let's see, though. <clears throat> Here's the thing. When SmackDown started, you would see Rock versus Triple H on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday night, you would see The Rock versus Triple H. Mm-hmm. Or you would see Rock and Stone Cold and then Rock and Stone Cold. Or yeah. Triple H and Undertaker and then Triple H and Undertaker. You were, there was a lot of crossover in yeah. between that didn't make one show feel any more special than the other one. Right. Which is not, when you have shows, that's not what you want. No, you don't want to drown out what talent you have and make them mad at your current company. Right. Because that's what's right now is happening in AEW is that you have a lot of angry talent in the back saying, hey, you're not using me and we might as well leave. And they're and, they're being incredibly vocal about it. And enough so that Mr. Brian Danielson is fighting everybody because, you know, he's on the disciplinary <clears throat> committee. You want to know what I see happening? Explosions. There, there's been um, a couple of guys that, <clears throat> have been incredibly vocal in AEW about not being used mm-hmm. in Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, which is fine. They're old. I think, well, but that but that gives you big name recognition. Oh, of course. So here's what I see happening there. I see Matt and Jeff not resigning with AEW. They won't. And I see them going to, back to TNA. Hmm, might as well. They, did, they had a good resurgence down there. Become... Their wonderful characters, been Be the be broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero. I'm in for it. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take our last little break here, and uh, we'll be right back. After this quick message from our sponsors. Soon. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of GQ Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Lots of things. Where do you want me to start? Uh, your- How much time you got? Uh, 30 more minutes. We got a couch. You got a beard. I do. I, Find a I, notepad. Stro- I stroke like good another. Find a notepad. Well, to be fair, oh, wow. Most first half points in NFL history after being shut out in the previous game. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't want to talk about it. Do you want to talk about this instead? Yes. Okay. I want to talk about Chris Jericho's last match being against Lance Storm. Check this out, everybody, and listen to this beautiful segment. Recently, there's still a chance. He's like, if Chris retires in the next few years, there's a chance for him to have started his career against me and end his career against me. Yeah, I had an idea probably three, four months ago where I was like, hey, dude, on this date, rent out the the hall where we had our first match (laughs) and then have the exact same match again. Wow. Like the same spots, the same everything. And I thought that kind of was interesting. But then once again, like, you know, the worst thing you could do is put a expiration date on your career and and for me like i'll never have the big retirement match and i don't I hate that sh- i'll just disappear so i just love it mr jericho man over i there. would absolutely love it and i would i you know would what? you go pay money i would spend money to so you, go see chris jericho's so you'd, last f- match. you'd fly yep to i probably canada more than yep. likely and see him and lance storm yep do the exact same match from the 80s yep Nineties, uh, eight, I think, and yeah, you'd see it. Yeah, so you go get a passport. Yeah, and get up. Yes, you, you don't. How have... many times do I have to tell you? Yes, take my money. <laughs> yes. 
So you're saying you'd fix absolutely it. why? Why not? Why? Old washed up Lance Storm and old washed up Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah. I would, I would love to sit in a. I I want to say that it was it's, either it's like five thousand seats, maybe not even less than that. Yeah, like te- like two, probably two two thousand seats. Yeah, like gymnasium, pretty yeah. much. Uh huh. I'm in. So you're gonna sit. I am you're gonna sit in a metal chair in. on the floor. Hundred percent. No air conditioning. No heat. Or re- yep. like gymnasium. Yep. In the middle of Canada. Yep. Saying, oh, sorry about that. Absolutely. And you're going to watch all Chris Jericho talk and talk to Lance Storm, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When do you think Chris is retiring? I said probably within the next three years. Last episode. Do you still hold that? Yeah. After seeing him yep. on Wednesday this past week? Yeah. With him in the Golden Jets? I also really enjoyed the fact that Kenny's like... Think I trust this guy? Absolutely <laughs> not. It was, uh, to be fair, it was a weird segment. It was. It was just an odd it was segment. Odd. It was very odd. But it was great. You know how odd it was? How odd it was that, so Kenny got an intro, and then they go to commercial, and then they cut back mid-Judas. Yeah. I've, they've never done that. It was mid-Judas. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. I thought that was the most oddest thing. And they even referenced it. Kenny goes, I don't even know the words of the song. That's interesting. Until now. I thought it was seeing seeing both of them. I can see that they're happy not wrestling right now. I can see that they're just existing with their current contracts. Uh, Kenny, you could tell he has no admiration to even wrestle at this moment. No, he has no drive at all. Like, I, I, isn't I, it sad? I hate it. Isn't it sad? I hate it. Like, look, you you saw his face on on Wednesday. Quack pipe. Hilarious. <laughs> um, you saw his face on Wednesday. Yeah. No, he's. I I feel like he's bored. He looks bored. And what's even so what's even sadder though is that you know Wrestle Kingdom is in a couple weeks. He's not even on the card. Nope. He's not doing anything. And ready. Where is the Young Bucks? Where did they go to? They're they're getting ready to come back and heel turn like a mofo. Oh my lord, you went for it and didn't get it. Oh my gosh! You act like you're surprised. I try. I'm trying to. Um, it's so sad to see the EVPs have no drive in their own company right now. Yep. The only one that has drive is Hangman, and he's he's just existing too. But he also had one of the greater matches of his career, you know, a couple weeks ago with Swerve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, random with Swerve, what is, what is uh, him losing on Dynamite this past week? I <clears throat> honestly also I, his shoulder was up. Just want to put that out. Just well, want, just want. well, because I think what they're wanting to do is they're. I think the original plan was to have Brian Danielson. Versus John Moxley in the final. Well, guess what? 
Danielson lost to Andrade. Yeah, because Andrade was so mad during the match that he purposely he, he poked was, his eye so much that it started <clears throat> to bleed again. Well, he was he was legitimately punching him in the eye. There was no uh, there was no uh, that was a stiff job, is what Chris Jericho that was. That was a that was a shoot punch. Not that was a work punch. Yeah, if if Jericho said it many years ago, he goes, "If I don't like you, I'm gonna be stiff." And you're going to see it. I'm going to punch you in the face. Nothing will ever beat him and Hoovy in AEW where they literally hated each other. They still hate each other. Oh, yeah. They still hate each other. Like, legit, legit. Like, wow. Um, I I think it's sad right now in the status of AEW <laughs> that Kenny Omega, literally worldwide phenomenon Kenny Omega, is bored. Best bout Machine. Now, also, they have a future coming. Like they have people that are signed from New Japan that are coming <clears> in <throat> at the after Wrestle Kingdom, obviously. But does that give you enough of a drive to feel like you're doing it again? Because if you look at Kenny right now, he's doughy. He is doughy. He's not training. But you know, when <clears throat> when push comes to shove, him and Max are a lot alike. You know they get they get kind of doughy, and then that big match comes up, and they're that water weight's gone. Yeah, boom, just shredded, ripped to shreds. I so I wish I could shed some water weight. It'd be nice. I'd have to stop eating. Um. Also, again, speaking of Max, uh, this past week, by the way, if you are, have been hiding under a rock, uh, there is a new movie coming out. Uh, the Iron Claw, which honestly is going to be great. I think they, based off of reviews and based off of what I've seen with with clear cut quality, they did the Von Erichs an amazing job at keeping the name <clears throat> out there still. Oh, and how about uh, Max and John on the red carpet? How about Max and his wonderful woman that was there together? They're not dating, but they're not dating, though. They're not dating, though. Are you talking about Liv? Yeah, 100%. No, because he's dating what's-her-face. Sure. He can, yeah, monogamous. No, I. Uh, uh, it's really funny uh, when him and John started talking. Like, they shook hands, took some photos, but then him and John started talking, and it got... Little quiet, like little closed mouth shutting little conversation. Like we're doing a little talking at the side of the room. Talking like JR over here. But I think Max I okay, random. I think Max has also signed his deal with AEW and he just hasn't said anything yet, obviously, because we're still the storyline of, you know, the biggest free agent in twenty twenty four. I think Max the bidding, the bidding war of twenty twenty four. I think he's already signed his deal with AEW. Um, on and even then, even if he didn't, he wouldn't survive in, in WWE right now. He'd get eaten alive. Yeah, because there's no. He's. He is. He's a. A a, a, a small large fish, in a, in a medium sized pond. Yeah, because. WWE, that's a it's a fucking ocean, and where he is, he'd be a blip in that ocean. Oh, for sure. Speaking of people who are backing companies and making uh, 
better reviews for things that are coming up. I I was watching NXT this week. Yeah. Mainly because <clears throat> I'm a single man and I wanted to see Nikita Lyons. I don't even care. No shame. Wanted to see her. Super happy. And NXT is the best wrestling on TV right now, personally. So I literally wanted to see Cora Jade. I wanted to see Nikita Lyons. I was just happy human being. But, ow, but there was a, a promo for a wrestler coming in to the NXT that is a former WWE wrestler, but he is carrying on the lineage of his brother. This past week, they, if, you, if you've been with us for a while... We had a uh, an episode of the podcast that was a homage to Bray Wyatt, and we still miss him dearly. It's a really sad, hard thing for us to even you know cope with. But this week, NXT and Mister Shawn Michaels have done the unthinkable. I think they're going to do a really good job at this. You have other views, I can tell. But I think they're going to do a really good job at this. They have announced that uh, Bo Dallas, a.k.a. Uncle Howdy, now a.k.a. he's wrestling under his real name of Tyler Rotunda. Taylor. Taylor Rotunda. And made some really... uh, It was probably one of the better promos I had seen that showed Bray in a lot of them showed his face and hidden things it gave me oh my god it gave me vibes of when bray was coming back and at one point taylor was wearing the bunny mask and how they were going trying to catch the white rabbit and showing the rocking chair from when bray was a part of that stick in nxt also into the wwe showing the insane side of Bray and how this has affected him. Saying there's fireflies around and he wants to have fun in the house and referencing the Firefly Funhouse and saying that him becoming Uncle Howdy was an alternate character of him, but he wants to portray who Taylor Rotunda can be. I think if they do this right... They'll carry the lineage on perfectly and be able to continue the story as if Bray was alive. Yep. And I think, and I'm getting chills and I'm getting a little choked up. I think Paul and Sean are doing it perfectly. If they do it right. If they they can land the plane. I I think it's... I think it's going to I think it's going to turn out probably as good as we hope. Because remember how dedicated we were. Remember sitting on the couch and trying to find the clues and dedicatingly watching every single thing on it's like, oh, there's a QR code. Yeah, QR, yeah. we were trying to figure out the QR codes and then we were trying to figure out like the backstage behind the QR codes or the QR code inside the QR code and going through and yeah. doing the games and doing all the things. If they do it right, maybe they get the Firefly Funhouse characters a resurgence again. 
like how they were going to do before Bray died yeah. and who was going to be the characters. Like we thought Alexa Bliss was going to be, um, Carrie and cross. We thought Carrie and cross. We yeah. thought Gwen Gacy. We thought all these people and maybe they can continue the story. Yeah. And I think the way they way that whole video played out on NXT, I thought, chef's kiss it was just so good yeah and you can tell paul was involved in it what in the world you could tell how paul was involved in it because remember how much detail he put into every single one of those promos yeah i feel this is not a main roster thing no i think you build nxt up again with him and you already have another former former uh wrestler uh his son back in wwe and doing his own shtick and not being like his dad but also kind of being like his dad right maybe this whole thing with taylor rotunda you be like your brother but also be you and going into this maybe they do a feud maybe they give something out there where you can build up on it and build the <clears throat> rotunda name up again. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that uh, from what I've seen, because obviously we know that the head of NXT and Shawn Michaels mm -hmm. loved Wyndham Rotunda. I think everybody and in that company Paul loved, loved Wyndham Rotunda. And the fact that now we have Taylor, uh, <clears throat> I think they are going to do everything in their power to make sure that this works. Yeah. Because I, I don't think they want... I, they're not going to do this thinking that it's going to be anything but a monumental success. Because if they had even an inkling of it being, mm, I don't know if this is going to work, they wouldn't do it. I think <clears throat> they waited the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. I think they let JoJo mourn. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you didn't see, it was a couple weeks ago, uh, it would have been Jojo and Wyndham's wedding. Yeah. They were supposed to get married. Yeah. And she wrote a post that today was supposed to be our day and see our kids grow up and all these things. And I think they waited an appropriate amount of time. And I believe because Jojo was actually in the audience. If I'm not mistaken, it was like two or three weeks ago. And I think that was a meeting with Paul and Jojo. Hey, we want to do something with, you know, with yeah. Taylor yeah. and we want to get your blessing and see how, because I think Paul, you know, he has a different view on how things should be ran. And if it was Vince, I think he would have done this right after he died yeah. and would have ran through and said, Hey, we're going to still, we keep up well, on this. He would have, he probably would have just, continued with the story that was happening yeah and not done anything yeah 
Like, he would just let him be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, he died. That right. sucks. But here we go. And I think Paul and how it shook the world, that there's no way he couldn't <clears throat> have lived up to the hype on how they could do this with Taylor. Yeah. There, I, was, there I, was no way. There's No. At that time, if you tried to make Uncle Howdy a single character, it wouldn't have worked. No. And the way it ended, honestly, as much as it sucked... That, that pitch black match, the way it ended, was a perfect stopping point to the characters. And to be able to con- like to continue that story now is saying that Taylor said it was his alternate ego, yeah. Uncle Howdy. And maybe, we're, so that, in that, when I watched that promo, that makes me think we're still going to see Uncle Howdy. We're still going to see both characters as like a split personality kind like of a thing. With Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Yeah, like how we're going to see kind of both characters. I don't think it's going to be as drastic. Like he's still going to have that weird beard and he's still going to have the stuff that hit his hair. I think it's going to be more clean cut. I think it's going to be more um, Taylor doing what Bray looked like. His I don't beard, think his beard's weird. <laughs> it was weird. I think if it's done right, um, I think they've done a great job with it. Yeah, the first promo alone, uh, at the very end, chills, just thinking about it, at the very end, uh, Taylor walked away after looking in a mirror and Bray's face is in the, in the, in the mirror. In the mirror. And it, yeah, I'll have to see if, <clears throat> I have to see if I can find that I have promo, it right, cause I didn't, I have it, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, it is, it is fantastic. Uh, honestly, it's, it is good. It, it it's it's really well done. Um, if they if like I said, and what's even funnier, not funny, I think it's more ironic how I didn't realize how much Taylor and Wyndham sound alike. Yeah, did not realize that because Crazy. when you watch the video, it is like it's it's I, I don't even know how to even describe it. Now, I will say this, and I showed you this. I was very privileged enough um, a couple weeks ago that I um, won a autograph of Bray Wyatt. Now, it's unfortunate that it is from this year's product of 2023 tops and it is a redemption so what's hard about it is that i hope in my in my gut i hope that that it's just sitting in a vault somewhere yeah i hope wyndham somehow some way signed something before he died and he was healthy enough to sign it. Now, don't take this as a bad thing. I am not wishing that he signed something because I want to be able to have financial gain. This is not financial gain. No. Uh, honestly, this will sit on my shelf in my uh, in my collection for some time. Like I have my homage to my wrestlers, but... Um, this if if they honor the redemption as in meaning panini um if panini honors it 
and they somehow i meant to say panini um if panini honors it and they somehow some way get the sticker auto and slap it on the card i would be eternally grateful i don't the last thing i want to see is a a sparkle pack come in the mail as a hey by the way this can't be redeemed right and you know i i hold it really hot like really near and dear because i have several autos on my shelf of people who have passed away in their primes yeah and i don't know why it's just something that's different when i hold on to those things because you know they're never going to sign anything ever again right and i want to hold on to that lineage that i remember the day he died very vividly to a point where i cried in front of my son and my daughter and and explained to them how sad it was because he was a dad and he had kids and he was still in the early years of his life like yeah. he's in his 30s we're in our 30s we still have a lot of life to live i we, i just took a dark turn at the end of the podcast i didn't mean to unfortunately it's not where i wanted to go with it <clears throat> but but i mean i i really do think that uh that taylor will be able to do do you think he'll do, do justice to the rotunda name and to bray's lineage yeah i think so you know i hope maybe i'm wrong maybe they they don't do this angle Maybe bring back Mike Rotunda. Nah. Why not? He's old. Why not, though? Very old. He is. Mike Rotunda is old. But why not? Honestly, at this point, why not bring back JoJo, too? <clears throat> Honestly, they live, in, they live in Florida. Honestly, JoJo probably doesn't want... To live in that any anything to do with the uh with everything the hullabaloo now i want to you know take myself out of the sadness um but like we say most weeks on this podcast hey don't take every day for granted be happy you woke up today be happy that you know, you're sucking in the air. It is a good day. I tell that to people at work on a daily basis. Because you assume you get the phone call at the other end and they go, hey, how you doing? And you get the fake, well, I'm doing okay, how about you? I'm really honest with people. And I will tell people, I am glad I woke up today. I'm happy I'm sucking in the air and I'm not pushing daisies underneath the ground. I'm happy that I'm on this side of the dirt. And <clears> people, <throat> will, people will either laugh or they'll be shocked on the other end of the phone. And I said, hey, I'm a real person. And I want everybody to know, I've almost died several times in my life where I'm very glad that I could be able to wake up the next day and take on the day. As much as it sometimes sucks how our days have ended or even began or even gone through. Right, right. So that being said, the people of the GQ Wrestling Podcast listeners of the world of the humanoids universe we appreciate you but please remember that not every day is given it is it's a gift it is why a, it's called the present it is a gift no joke and especially during this holiday season yeah uh with christmas coming around the corner 
with New Year's coming around the corner, again, you know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen tonight. You don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. Anything can happen. So hug your loved ones, hug your family, be around. Yeah, you could. You definitely could do that. You definitely could shit your pants in five minutes and you'll never even know. I can uh, do it right now, probably. That's true. I could too. Uh, hug your loved ones. Make sure you don't have any grudges out in the world. You know, anything can happen. The last thing you want to do is leave on a bad note and never be able to get that from you again. Uh, with that being said, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, ended on a little somber note, but also <clears throat> with the holidays coming around, next week's going to be a little bit of a busier week because of the holidays. We're going to have a podcast. Uh, it might be a different feel because of holiday schedule and with how things are going. Uh, if you're thinking about the date, it is the 21st. I know. Gotcha. Um, we love you guys so much. Again, thank you for the messages from Instagram and also my private page. I appreciate it. Of Hey, if we were in the GQ, uh, if, we, if we were going to be at Monday Night Raw this week, uh, we appreciate you even noticing it. Uh, thank you for even asking. Um, we'll be watching very attentively Monday night because it is in our backyard. I will be watching 100%. Um, with that being said, uh, you can follow us on the Instagram. And please keep sending us messages. I love I love responding and being able to talk. Uh, it is GQ underscore a wrestling podcast. Again, it's GQ underscore a wrestling podcast. You can follow us on X or Twitter. At GQ Wrestling Podcast. That's all one word. Again, that is GQ A Wrestling Podcast. All one word. We no caps, no punctuation, nothing. We appreciate everything. Uh, thank <clears throat> you for listening uh, to two two guys in Iowa just honestly shooting the shit about wrestling. Dinking around. Honestly, the, it, I think with the change of our ways, mainly mine on how we do this podcast has changed my flow on how we like this now. And in the long run, it's made it more enjoyable, uh, made it more relaxed and honestly having a little bit more fun with it. It's not an agenda. It's not a check mark. It's not a anything. It's a, we get to do this. Yeah. What a thought. Yeah. What honestly, what a thought that we get to sit here and get on a microphone and talk about wrestling Right. I mean, any, any monkey can do that. It's very true. <laughs> With that being said, we uh, we will bid you adieu. We thank you. Good night. And bang. bang.